0: Discipleship on Purpose podcast. Welcome to the Discipleship on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 18, and I'm very thankful to be here. Uh, tomorrow is Easter, which is Resurrection Sunday. It is the day that Jesus Christ rose from the grave, and this is good news. And I want to talk about our baptism and how it relates to uh, Jesus' resurrection, and in regards to that our baptism is a weapon, and we should consider that in our daily lives. We should use that as a means of stirring up our brothers and sisters and encouraging those in Christ to continue to remember who they are in Christ and how that changes everything. And so... Uh, passage that would come to mind and there's probably a lot more but uh, Romans 6 verse 1 through 4 what shall we say then are we to continue in sin that grace may abound by no means how can we who died to sin still live in it do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death we were buried therefore with him by baptism unto death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So baptism, it is, is—it uh, is, I, I want to say it's crucial that Christians uh, be obedient to the command to be baptized. Uh, the, the, the idea is that uh, before your body, you are to give a, a testimony of Jesus Christ and who he is and in a sense just how that has worked out into your life and it is a testimony of his work and his power and like it says here you know what um, when we being in Christ um, you know our baptism going down uh, symbolizes death and coming back up uh, it kind of symbolizes the resurrection you know and I think uh, 2 Corinthians, therefore anyone in Christ is a new creation, the old is passed and the new has come. And so here that we might walk in newness of life, we, you know, it represents a, a new heart. Uh, God has given his people a new heart and that heart leads to fruitfulness and obedience. And, and it's not one that we're like gritting our teeth and, you know, just this is the worst thing. I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it because I, I need to do it. So that way, you know, uh, God will be happy. No, in fact, um, being identified, uh, being in Christ means that God is happy with you. End of story. There, there is no, uh, there is no means of disobedience that will decrease his love, and there is no obedience that would increase his love. Meaning, um, you know, now God will discipline you. He will chastise you if you truly are His. That will happen. Otherwise, you're not in. You're an illegitimate son or daughter. And so the idea is that if if you are going astray from the path, God will. Uh, discipline you and and get you back on the path and so the uh, like i've said it before many times on this podcast uh, god has promised that he will conform us to the image of his son jesus christ so if, if god the father is not disciplining you and you're not becoming more and more like christ well that is a problem um I, I mentioned this in uh, the Instagram video yesterday that I was thinking about just our growth and how, like, um, you know, if we're in Christ, there should be growth. We should be able to, um, uh, people around us should see progress, and and, and it, we should be reminded about that. But um, for those of you that are struggling, um, remember your baptism. Remember that in Christ, you died with Him, and you're being raised, you that is that that is you have all that you need to live a godly life right now. You, may you continue to trust Jesus and depend on Him for strength. Uh, some of the th- things that um, you know in in, in the, the fundamentalist camp, which I I have a, a, some footing in, uh, I, I don't necessarily want to say that that's where i would probably stand today but uh you know as a fundamental i totally understand you know we, we are the ones that are are uh, best at doubting people and their salvation we think that oh, okay you you've you professed faith great well let's wait and see you know what happens well ideally that's not the call in the bible the call in the bible is you know confess and be baptized, you know, repent and be baptized. So um, the baptism starts at the beginning of our discipleship. Uh, God loves immaturity, and he is not uh, worried about somebody who just uh, came to know the Lord, getting baptized and professing him and his power, and just the fact that that they know who Jesus is, what he's done, and that it has changed their life. Because when you know God, and he reaches down and touches your heart, Uh, You cannot deny who he is and what he's done and just how wonderful and powerful he is. Uh, There's nothing. And so um, we want, now granted, uh, people need to realize that obviously somebody who, you know, let's just say it's a five-year-old who who loves Jesus Christ and and can kind of, in a a sense, explain um, just on a five-year-old level, you know, who Jesus is, and you know how that's kind of impacted his life. Well, great. I mean, some of you out there are expecting perfection, and that that's not a reality. Uh, Jesus Christ is perfect, and we ought to be looking to him always as our example. Um, um, but we are not going to be perfect. Um, so uh, you know, ideas like oh, you know, like Paul was just superhuman. Well, no, Paul was a sinner like you and I. Um, you know, we need to be trusting. Uh, trusting the Lord. Uh, But if we are in Christ and we belong to him, we have the Holy Spirit. And so we have all the power we need to live a godly and growing life. Because it's not out of our strength that we're doing this. It's that he has supplied and he's given it. But either way, you know, as somebody that, you know, for those of you who have young disciples, you know, your kids have, you know, let's say they're five and got baptized or, you know, maybe 10 or 13. I mean, some people get very, you know, afraid of that. I don't think that there would be any, any reason to be afraid. We need to be teaching our, our, our disciples that, you know, when they do sin, you know, how to deal with that in a way that honors God. Um, You know, oftentimes, you know, um, you know, disciples, you know, yeah, they profess, but they they need to be um, helped along the way. I mean, so as an older and mature disciple, that's one way that we could show people like, okay, when, when we sin. We repent. We make that right with God. We certainly go to the people that we have sinned against and, and let them know, hey, I sinned against you. Um, I want to ask you for, for your for forgiveness. And uh, I mean, so it just, um, but you know, you deal with it. And then fellowship is restored and we go on. Uh, but considering, you know, people that doubt or make people wait for baptism, that's just not what uh, the Bible says is, is um The way that we should go about it. Uh, Baptism isn't at the end of a perfect life. Um, It's at the beginning when you're very immature and learning and growing. Um, But, you know, and Jesus, you know, he rose from the grave. He defeated death. And um, on the cross, he says it is finished. So everything that needed to take place to to deal with our sin and to pay the, the price that we cannot pay, was done. It was taken care of. It is secured in Jesus Christ. Uh, there is nothing that we can do to earn or deserve salvation. It is a free gift from God, and He took care of it. And so in Him, we can know that He's happy with us, and that we can pursue Him and love Him and know Him more and more. He's given us His Word, the Holy Spirit. There's, I mean, uh, there, there are even brothers and sisters around you who are more mature, and so I've often stated that you know we should be finding relationships that would help us grow in our faith, but ultimately looking to Jesus Christ, um, His life, burial, and resurrection, and and just how that should be fuel for our own souls. And our own discipleships that we continue to follow Him and and love Him and demonstrate that in how we actually go about our roles and um and responsibilities because that that is going to be different uh, for someone who is in Christ who belongs to Christ and they have the Holy Spirit their life should should be different uh, up and to the right more and more excelling um, and, but like I said there we should not expect Christians to be perfect. We we should expect Christians when they sin to deal that uh, uh, in a in a manner that pleases the Lord. And so, like, again, like within a community, there's so many opportunities to encourage, stir each other up, rebuke, you know, confront. I mean, obviously, you know, when if, if your brother or sister sins and they're not dealing with that in, in a manner that is outlined in Scripture, we should go and confront them because we love them. Um, when you don't, that just demonstrates hate. But as you celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I hope that you are encouraged. I hope that it stirs you on to just want to excel more and more uh, for his glory because this life it all, you know, we can point to him. Jesus gives us hope, he gives us life and and there's just uh, the encouragement that we get from remembering uh, the, our discipleship—not uh, not discipleship, our baptism—and that it is a weapon, and that um, you know the enemy would rather people not get baptized; they would rather them delay or not profess Christ. And so we need to have—we need to put on courage and boldness. We need to be—we um, need to confess His name, because <clears throat> if we deny His name, He. Obviously, the Bible says that he will deny us. And so there is a way to to profess him and obviously baptism, but remembering the baptism and that, what that represents and that we, we die in him and we're raised. And now we can walk in newness of life, a life that is in Christ, that will be godly and growing, fruitful and abounding more and more. And so may you be encouraged this Easter. Um, I am totally looking forward to... Um, Virtually gathering with my people, I really miss them. I am looking so forward to when we can actually be together, worship, sing songs, just kind of interact, do communion, uh, all of that. I mean, I have, I have missed it. And my heart is more and more excited for the day that we can be reunited with one another in in, in body uh, where we can actually be rubbing shoulders. We could actually be shaking hands and giving each other hugs. That's going to be awesome. So, um... I do hope that you enjoy uh, Resurrection Sunday. Happy Easter, and may you look for ways to be a blessing to those around you and to show them that newness of life that God has given you in Christ Jesus. So um, until next time, be godly and growing. And I did want to ask you that if you are encouraged by this podcast and um, you uh, have, have been able to um, find it as a good tool in your own life. I would love it if you could go to iTunes and, uh, just give a, uh, review, uh, and if you love it and it's awesome and that's truthful in your own eyes. And, you know, give me a five-star review. I would love to know how this is, um, impacting you. Thank you very much and see you next time.